Welcome to the Align with Anna podcast. My name is Anna Ortiz Aragon, CEO and founder of Align with Anna. I am a Reiki master, a sound healer, and soulful entrepreneur. And my goal is to empower and inspire my fellow soulpreneurs to create massive impact and influence with their soul-driven businesses. All of my besties, all of my clients are business owners. They're all about the magic, all about the holistic healing, and we're here to turn up together. So please tune in, maybe grab a notepad, and we're going to get it going. I love you all. Have a wonderful day and enjoy this episode. Hey, Soul Fam, how's it going? I want to invite you to join my texting community. The number is 415-548-7236. I'm from the Bay, so we got the 415, and then the rest of it is 548-7236. The number is also in the description of this podcast and on the homepage of my website, www.alignwithanna.com. So essentially, I discovered this early 2021. And I was like, yo, you know what? I see these business owners and these influencers having these texting communities. Let me see what this is all about. I actually learned about it on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is the plug. If y'all don't know about Clubhouse, also download that app. So you're going to shoot me anything you want. You can say hi. You can say, yo, what's up? It's Anna. You can say, yo, how's it going? Regardless, send me something and you will be subscribed to the texting situation. And it will be real text from me. Like literally you confirm and you acknowledge that data and message rates may apply. But then after that, it's all me. It's audio. It's links to my favorite resources, it's gifts, it's memes, and it's basically just anything that I feel called to share. My membership ladies, the Oracle Lounge girls, are going to get their own thread. Um, My organizing declutter course are going to get their own thread. My mastermind ladies are going to get their own thread. And then there's just going to be one for all of us to just kick it, you know? I love you guys, so please shoot me a text, 415-548-7236. Love y'all. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Anna Ortiz Aragon, and I am here with my friend, Charlotte Potter, and I am so excited. Hey, Charlotte, how are you? Hey, hello. I'm I'm wonderful. Thank you. Excited. Me too, girl. It is such a treat to have you on here. So this is season two, episode six, Soul Contracts and Witchcraft. And I'm kind of fangirling right now because Charlotte, you are one of the most powerful women I have ever met. Literally. Yes. And I... cute and I like refer you to all of my friends like this whole girl the soul contract clearing we had was like so freaking powerful I was like I've never experienced any kind of like ceremony like this any kind of like direct detail and like Akashic records like witchcraft magical like beauty like it was so profound girl and I just had to have you on here so welcome welcome girl thank you thanks I'm so excited. Like your session was insane. It still blows me away. Every every session that I have some somehow like seems to build upon stuff from previous sessions. And I'm like clearing mm-hmm. contracts with things that I didn't even know I could clear contracts with, like 
children that haven't been born, partners that haven't been met yet, um, people from past lives, like I've started doing contract clearing, but like reverse. So I just focus on the past lives um, oh. to clear blocks that maybe you don't necessarily know about, but are there from past lives. Yes. Oh my God, it's insane. It's insane. <gasps> Oh, girl. Oh, my gosh. So, Charlotte, so before we go into all the magic, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, it's actually my birthday next week. I am 28, going to be 29 next week. I am from the UK. I live in a small island called Guernsey in the middle of nowhere, like off the coast of France. Um I am also an actress and a filmmaker alongside this. This is something that not many people know about me. Mm. Entirely obsessed with animals, like to, to a full, like I, I can't watch, I still can't watch Dumbo or <laughs> any of those Disney films because I will cry and not stop crying ever. Um, <laughs> I first discovered my, my witchcraft when I was like, like a baby. I was like a kid and um discovered that I could do certain things that maybe weren't normal or that I could understand things that just innately understand things that I hadn't been taught before um but it wasn't until a lot later that I got the confidence to broach the subject because it was just fear like a wall of fear and that's I think a lot of people experience that with the way society paints witches and it's it's used as slander yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. And with, you know, religion being what it can be, like Christianity, it can be quite harsh towards witches and that it's like devil work and that there's demons and mm -hmm. it's not. And it took me broaching that wall to understand my own power. And it, I, it opened up a whole new world for me. Like I, I'm speechless with how it's changed my life. Oh, girl. Okay. So amazing. It's 111 right now um, in St. Louis. Yes. Okay. So you learned about this, you know, life and gifts that you have when you were a baby. Does this also run in your family? It does. Yeah. Mm. I don't like, because witchcraft isn't something that you just have to have in your bloodline to do okay. it. Like anyone can practice, but there are certain things that can run through bloodlines um, all the women in my family, it, it, my family comes from Eastern Europe on the women's side. It's like mm. Poland and then Germany after the First World War. Okay. Um, all the women have capabilities, can see things, can hear things. They lose them at a certain age if they are fearful of them. Um, my cousin has horrible, horrible like nightmares because she's just like, she's picking up on so much. And my aunt, the same, like they, they, they've seen ghosts, they've heard ghosts, they can understand. Some of them can read minds. Like I have a little bit of that. Like I can sense thoughts and feelings mm -hmm. without you saying them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been, it's been on the bloodline for as far back as I can trace it. Mm. Yes, girl. Okay. So what has helped you embody that gift and you know remove the stigma the first step for me was not being afraid of failure and not being afraid of doing something wrong um i was in the beginning i was very 
I kind of set myself up for failure because I put so many steps before something I'd be afraid to do like any kind of spell work in case that went wrong I was afraid mm. to do deity work I was afraid to do anything like the contract work that I do today because I'd be so afraid of doing it wrong mm. um, you have to allow yourself to to make some mistakes that like you can research to an extent but we're never going to understand everything because by default we are in the unknown mm-hmm. so you have guidelines you have guidance you have do's and don'ts and you have like safer paths but at the end of the day it's as open as what your mind can stretch to mm. so I try not to limit myself and I try not to like say I understand everything because you never can once I think I understand it to a certain level, my capabilities, there's just more. Um, I discovered a whole book in the Akashic Records uh, mm. not long ago on alchemy. Yeah. And I've just been like go, hopping up there and just like flicking through and learning so much incredible stuff. And I started working with dragons not long ago, which was also like mm. mind blowing. I, I looked at dragon books when I was a kid, like wishing mm. that they were real. And then spiritually, you can connect with that energy. And it's just mind blowing. Oh, girl, yes. Um, Not to limit yourself, basically. And mm -hmm. don't be afraid of it. Yes. So there's this app that I really love. It's called Clubhouse. And I was on there. And in one of the rooms, this man, like definite divine masculine, was like, hey, witchcraft, like we means woman right? And then craft means mastery. So essentially witchcraft is like mastering your feminine divine goddess, right? And so like when you talk about how empowering this is and how, you know, it did get really turned off and slandered and like women were like murdered, like burned at the stake because it was like we could heal ourselves and we could, we could, create magic within and we didn't need anybody and you know they didn't like that basically and so they had to make this narrative and like these different movies and different things um to like push this against what like every indigenous culture has you know like i'm really into shamanism with my peruvian roots and like girl like that's the same thing and um it's beautiful it's beautiful i find it fascinating as well how cultures across the globe that have never interacted with each other there's yeah. always a history of magic and yeah. witchcraft and I mean ancient Greece is kind of a bit of a, a deviation upon that but most of the time the magicians were female um, mm -hmm. as well yes it's, it's interlinked with healing like intrinsically they are connected mm. Totally. There's something there. There's something there. I wish there was more research. I know that so much has been lost. Yeah. Due to the witch trials and due to the way it's been slandered, there has been a huge amount of knowledge towards healing. There are herbs and uh, medications that are just, we don't know what they are. We know that they existed. We right. know that they had access to certain things, but we don't know which herbs they are. We don't know which concoctions they are. There are entire plants that we don't understand how to use them because that information has been lost yeah it wasn't considered valuable by the church so they just mm -hmm. tossed it yes um and something that i learned yesterday or whatever was that 
in these indigenous cultures all over the world, not only was there always a history of witchcraft and spirituality and self-healing, but also similar practices across the globe. And I was like, whoa, like when we did not have airplanes or any of this stuff, how were they practicing similar things everywhere? And that it's like, you know, just divine like knowledge and tools that is shared and if you can like open up your chakras like i'm such a yoga girl and a reiki girl that i'm like chakras that's kind of the way that i translate it but as soon as you open up like the opportunities are endless they really are no it's true it's Mm -hmm. almost like you unlock knowledge which is already within you Mm -hmm. one of the goddesses i work with is hecate and she is goddess of the nine keys and I literally work with her on like actual keys. Yes. And we unlock knowledge with them. <gasps> okay, girl, that is bloody brilliant. Also, <laughs> bloody brilliant, like Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> okay, so I love that you work with objects, right? And another thing that you love to use is mirrors. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh my God, I was so scared of mirrors. This is okay. the thing, like what you're afraid of is is what you need to go towards. I was terrified mm-hmm. of mirrors. I would not have them in my bedroom. I still don't have them in my bedroom, yeah. but yeah. I wouldn't want to walk past them at night. I wouldn't want to look at myself in them. I just imagine seeing, I mean, I have seen spirits in mirrors. Like mm-hmm. I was brushing my teeth and I look up into the mirror and there's someone standing behind me. I turn around, they're not there. Yeah, like, yeah straight out of a horror film Mm. so they've scared me for the longest time Uh until I discovered that they are portals don't know why I didn't put it together sooner but I was just so afraid that I didn't even broach the subject I just stayed yards away from mirrors just don't touch me don't come near me Mm -hmm. but when I learned that they were portals I learned how to lock them how to close them how to um seal them so that they aren't portals so all the mirrors in my house are locked Mm. except one which I use for portaling. It's the, I have it behind me in my chair mm-hmm. and I wrote a spell and I worked with Hephaestus, the god um, of craft. He actually has created a mirror in one mythological tale. He's the creator of one of the divine mirrors. Wow. I put a candle in front of it and I use it for portal work and astral travel. Ooh, girl. I go to meditation, then I go through the mirror and I do my healing work through that on myself is generally like a personal thing yeah um, yeah from my past lives and I feel like it kind of gives me some level of safety because I'm not actually going through it I'm still there so I've kind of grounded myself and tethered myself and I'm like looking through a window yeah to the scene opposed to being directly in it I use a set of two mirrors as well for um ferrying souls across to the other side I come across a spirit that follows me home yeah and I help them cross the threshold to the underworld with the mirrors Mm, oh my god mirrors for manifestations like I don't think there's a single spell where I don't use a mirror I have a reflective tray where I do my spell work and I place on top because the mirror is an amplifier yes Mm mm-hmm you can also use a mirror to remove negativity from you. You like rub it along your body as if you're collecting it. And then you put a little bit of um, alcohol on it and light it. And it burns it in both this world and in the other realms. Mm, oh my gosh. With mirrors. 
<gasps> so beautiful. I remember looking on your Instagram, which is so gorgeous, by the way. It's like so you in the essence, like so beautiful. Um, I have like, you know, my grandma's old mirror. And I think it's so special and it's been sitting in my closet for so long. And since I've been following you, I'm like, you know, there's a reason why I have this. There's a reason why it was passed down to the women, you know, like, what can I do with this? You know? And like, I really strongly believe that when you're ready to get to that next level, the teacher appears, you know, and there's a reason why nobody else has ever mentioned mirrors or what you can do with mirrors. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And candles too, like candles I've really been working with for like a year and a half, but I find them, I love the fire element, you know, like I'm super earthy, like very Pachamama earth mom. And like, I love smoke. I love fire. I love air. And I love like the physical representation of the spell or the magic that you're working with. And then like when it goes out and it like flicks and it's like a chain whip and it's like, and so it is. And like, I'm like, Oh my God, it's just beautiful. Hecate is one of uh, the deities that I work with that she wants me to put out the candle with my fingers, which always terrifies me. Ooh. The flame. I love fire too. I use it in my um, mm -hmm. contract clearings, as you know. Yes. Fire. <gasps> yes. Okay, perfect. This is a wonderful segue. So tell us a little bit about the soul contract clearings. Like, how did you learn about this and what do you do exactly? That's something like I went to a class to understand. I was doing coaching for my witchcraft with the half-assed witch. If there's anyone who wants to do coaching ever, I would highly recommend her. If you've okay. got like an intermediate knowledge already, she's just insane for like taking you to the next level. Okay. We were dealing with some kind of entity that had been in my space together. And it came to her with kind of like a contract. And I saw it as a book. And okay. I've been working with books in like my own personal work. And it yeah. came almost like the books that I describe in my contract clearings. And I learned that I could understand it, read through it and clear the contract so that the entity didn't need to be in that area anymore. Because the, the entity was connected to me through the contract. Mm -hmm. So I learned it through that experience, which was quite jarring to begin with, to deal with an entity in that manner and in something that I'd never learned how to do before, but it worked so well. So mm -hmm. I went up to the Akashic records in meditation started mm -hmm. studying contracts, started studying my own contracts. I cleared contracts for myself with multiple people and felt the effect like physically on myself mm -hmm. before I started doing it for a few friends. And it just, it blows my mind, the effect and the, the, the physical sensation that's not everyone feels it, but some people like, physically feel the weight drifting off yes. them or they process the emotions of a contract that yep. they didn't even know existed. It's, it's mind blowing to me. It is so mind blowing girl. Um, yeah, we, I learned about you from my friend, Alexandria um, Rollet, who is an astrologist, a human design, intuitive business coach. She was like, Anna, you need to link up with Charlotte. And I was like, okay, I'm on it. Everything you say, I already know is gold. So I'm going. And um, we cleared five different contracts. We did one with my father, one with my mother, one with my husband, an ex, and my son, my newborn son. I was pregnant. So we did five. And like the most, the one that I had the most contracts with was my dad. And we cleared three different contracts with him. And one of them was 
um, an over-dependence on me financially from like a, a young age, like as a child. And ever since that happened, I felt exactly what you were experiencing, like this huge weight lifted off of my shoulders. And um, I did it purposely like a week before I went back home to California to be with my family. And I was like, I'm going to do this first and then I'm going to see you guys later. And so when I came to California, like it was different. It was like the energy completely shifted with my mother, with my father. Um, and it was like so profound. My dad actually has been handing me money, like hundred dollar bills since this contract was cleared. And I was like, yo, this is so nuts, yo. And um, yeah, like 180. complete 180, you know? And like, he's been gifting me a lot, you know? Like he wasn't around a lot when I was a child, but he's so present for his grandsons, you know? Like I have two sons now, I just had a baby and you also were able to read that contract. Yeah, and that you were, girl, you said he was gonna be late, he was late. You said he was gonna be super intuitive, super healing, super powerful, he is. Like, I swear he has some grandpa vibes. Like a lot of my healer babes are like, he has like grandpa vibes. He reminds me a lot of your dad. And I'm like, oh my God. But um, girl, seriously profound. And everyone that I um, send your way is like, whoa, like Anna, like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm just like, this work is so powerful. Like it's so healing. And it just is proof that the spiritual is essential to like our 3D life. Our human experience is inherently tied to spirit and source. And there's, you know, there's no reason why we should not be placing a good amount of our attention and like faith in the unknown, right? The invisible. Yeah, just because we don't understand it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was an atheist for a long time before I discovered my own like spiritual path. Mm -hmm. It was a lonely existence and it left me with so many questions mm -hmm. that I feel like now I'm getting the answers for. Not yeah. all of them, but I'm more comfortable with the fact that I don't have answers for other questions because I'm starting to understand more about like my place in the universe but also the people around me that I love and I care for like it helps me understand how we're all connected mm. yes exactly we're all one you know and um oh my gosh so powerful and it's interesting because in this work you know I used to be like love and light peace and love like you know like a 60s like flower child which is cool however like in this work there is protection needed and there are entities and energies that are not in alignment with us and so I'm going to transition now into your newest endeavor which is the witchcrafts box okay and baby. <laughs> your baby which I'm so excited about so right here is the website like right here on um okay. the banner okay yes and so i won a contest i just and it was so wild when i when i was entering your contest um on the renaissance which i also set this intention i was like anna you're gonna win this and i did and it was crazy because i won two contests back to back a human design reading and your box and it was like one two notifications on my phone on the full moon and i was like this is freaking crazy like obviously i'm on the right path anyways okay so in the witchcraft box this is january and i just wanted to like show everybody what it looks like i love her oh my god i love you too girl so look these are different like 
it, like education about things that you can do to clear your space, um, candle protection, how to work with candles, witch bells, which I have right here. And I did tie them up, girl. And like, I'm actually a sound healer. And so noise, girl, it was so meant for me. Noise and vibration is everything. Like in my Reiki sessions, I'm now doing my crystal sound healing before I even do the Reiki. And people are basically like passed out in theta mode, ready to absorb all the magic because of the sound, girl. And so this, you can clear your space with this. I'm also like a former professional organizer. So feng shui was like huge for me, but it's it's all the same. Like it's literally all the same. Um, and then the, the tarot card that I got, so Charlotte uses tarot cards in her soul contract clear, clearings is the Knight of Pentacles. And this was like completely spot on. Yeah, your deck, girl. This is my favorite deck. Ooh. Oh my God. That one's like holographic. <gasps> Girl. Okay. So I want to keep going with what's in the box, but can you tell us briefly about tarot? How did you find that? And like, why do you love it? Oh God. I've been afraid of it as usual. Everything in witchcraft scared the living daylights out of me. I walked past the shop in London and it was like this little quaint, um, like witchy shop. And I felt like I was in Harry Potter. And obviously, I'm a massive Harry Potter nerd, nerd. Like, my last name is Potter. It comes with the territory. I have to. But I kind of, like, meandered into the shop and just turned to the right. And there's a whole stack full of tarot cards. And I'm like, I need some of these. Which ones do I get? And the lady who was running the shop, she told me to get the... Um, the Rider Waite Smith deck, which is like, Rider yeah, mm. and that's why I use that deck for witchcraft box because it, it signified the beginning of my own witchcraft journey and mm -hmm. it's the basis for the majority of tarot decks. There's similarity between the style of the cards, it's normally just like the style of the artwork. Mm -hmm. Um, there are more like modern approaches. But generally, it's advised that you learn tarot with the Rider Waite Smith deck, yep. uh, which I do sell on witchcraftbox.com. I have them, mm -hmm. them available if you want to like get into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just researched the hell out of all of the cards and mm -hmm. learned and educated going through one by one. I first started going through with what my initial feeling was of the card, upright and reverse, what energies came to me from the card. Mm -hmm. And then I would look up the kind of like official reading for the card and what others would read it as. Uh, started to learn connotations between the cards, what the different suits recommended, re represented and yeah. how they intertwine. Because you can read one card on its own, but you put another one next to it and it changes the meaning. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of learning how to tell the story and read between the lines. It's yeah. a wonderful tool. Yes. I love it because it's visual and sometimes having like something in front of you, it's like, okay, we, sometimes we don't listen to the intuition or we don't listen to the guides or the higher self. And it's like, we need proof or whatever. It's like, show me. And then when it's in the cards, you just can't deny it anymore. Um, yeah. So I um, use that same intuition in some sessions. I had one session, I got the queen of wands and there's a little black cat on the bottom of the queen of wands. Mm. And then I started to notice there were two cats kind of walking around her in her space, black cats, like astrally, they weren't physically there. Mm. And I told her, oh, you have these two cats. 
here like I seeing cats and she's like oh my god I had two cats that had passed away only a few years ago and I was like yeah they're with you they're your guides they're protecting you oh so beautiful I was telling her to get another cat as well they were like get, get a friend Yes. Cats have been showing up for me lately. And like when I go to my healers homes, whether it's like my acupuncturist or chiropractor or, you know, tarot reader, whatever, intuitive, they always have cats. And I'm like, damn, you know, cats are majorly significant. Like a lot of people believe that Reiki comes from cats and like cats in Egypt were like gods, you know, the gods, yeah. yes. And very feminine and like just very regal and they have oh my cat God. gods in Egypt, like Bast or Basset, she's the cat god. And then there's Serket, who is yep. also like more like the lion version. I mm. have an Abyssinian cat, which kind of, they don't really know where the breed originated from, but it looks like the Egyptian cat. So it's got links back to that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Bunny. We love it. Love them. Love the animals. Animals are like so profound. Um, it's like a protector of cats. You have it in your home, it protects you. You can use the fur in spells for good luck and for money. Mm -hmm. Like as a mole, you don't want to like pull out that would be right. And the cat claws, when they've been clawing on their scratching posts, they lose like little layers from their claws. Those are very, very good for protection work. And cat oh. whiskers can be used for wishes. So mm -hmm. my cat will leave me like a whisker on the yeah. duvet and I pick it up and I was like, oh, one wish for me. Yeah. <laughs> Take it aside. Yeah. But they work with you as a witch. Like that's why they're very connected. Mm. The chicken also was hugely connected with witches back mm. from ancient Greece. It was used a lot in like sacrificial stuff, but also mm -hmm. the feathers and the bones and yeah. the feet are also connected to like hoodoo, which is a close yeah. practice, but it's still very interesting, the animals and their role within witchcraft. Yes, 100%. Um, yes, oh my God, birds are majorly significant for me as well. Um, okay, so now I wanna show a little bit more about what's in the box. So one of the things that I received, so January was protection. I have a black candle here and I went to the local mystic shop and I got like a one of everything pack of candles. And I was like, I'm just gonna freestyle and see what I feel for each color. And I finally got a black one, girl. So what is something that I could do with this? The cool thing about the candles in Witchcraft's box is they are made by a coven of witches. Mm. They are individually poured and made in circle by a coven of witches. So they, they are powered from the get-go. It's not just any candle and it's also mm. a soy wax, so it's not chemical. Yeah. Um, but black candles are best used for protection. Like that's why it's in the box. Mm -hmm. um, Black is a very protective color. I would use that in a protective ritual for your home or for yourself. Mm. You like it with that intent. Totally, girl. I think I'm going to do my home. Um, my home has been coming up. Um, like I haven't. A full moon coming, I think, on the 27th. Do it on the full moon. Yeah, girl, I host um, full moon parties, actually. So like every month I bring all my healers into the house and we just, we go ham. We burn ancestor money. We do like the Reiki singing bowls. We do like a group meditation. We pull cards. We bring all our crystals out. Like literally it's just like, like hippie, hippie time. Um, so 
Ah, okay. And then my absolute favorite thing that was in the box, you guys, was this black obsidian. And I am like a crystal fiend. Like I love earth. And I was reading about it in your little um, sheets that you have with the box. Oh my God, look, we're twinning. Twinning. <laughs> and this actually comes from lava, girl, like Hawaii. Um, I never knew that. Hmm. Yeah, I've always really been attracted to like the lava rocks, like the black. And I was like, dude, there's something magical about these like volcanoes and this like, you know, it's not soil, but it's just like this dark black. Like I've even seen black beaches before, like black sand. Oh, yeah, it's it's like. <gasps> I've been, that's where I got engaged um, on the black beach in, in Iceland. <laughs> Girl, in Iceland. Oh my goodness. The obsidian is also like sustainably sourced from a family owned little crystal company in Brazil. <sighs> so it's a father and son who owns this company and they, they, you know, it's all ethical and they hand carve them in their shop. So yeah. I, oh my God, saw the, the raw chunks of obsidian before we got these pieces commissioned specifically for witchcraft box. Oh, girl, I think this is like everything that you put in here is so special. Like the incense, there's even frankincense incense. And I like that's like one of my favorite freaking essences. Like once again, the earthiness and it's like vegan, you know, sustainable. And I'm like, yo, like when you're like one of these divine like energy workers, like you're not going to mess with anything that isn't incredibly powerful and pure and magical. And everything in there, like even the stamp that you had, it was like a wax red stamp. And I was just like, dude, I feel like I'm in England, like doing my freaking whatever. And it was just like so special girl. Yes. We put, I mean, I put so much thought into the boxes each month and like, like collecting all the individual pieces and making sure the value is also there. Cause like this piece of obsidian alone yeah. would be like 75. Dollars, I know, like on its own. Yeah, this is a fat crystal. I was like, "Yo, this is amazing." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. And oh, then, God. like the the research on the pages, I spend weeks like researching and making sure that everything is on point. Yeah, like you do, you do, girl, and you wrote it so beautifully. Like literally, I just want everybody to know about this. And um, you know, when you are like a healer girl and you're so intentional and you're really creating the life that you want living by design, um, it's like, you're only going to want to partner and have these sacred items in your home if they're like aligned with you, you know, and just all of this was so intentionally chosen. And like, I know that there's so much beauty and magic in here and I can feel it, girl. It was so special. I was like, dude, this is like ancient, like, so I don't know, knowledge. <laughs> so beautiful. You can magic, like, literally with dirt from the ground and a rock from your garden. Like, you don't need these things, but it's, mm. it's, it's also really nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. if you're going to have a crystal that is coming from a sustainable place, because crystals do carry that energy with them, that if they've come from child labor or come from, you know, horrible circumstances you feel it you just you just do mm -hmm. and, um yeah I don't want to contribute to any anything on the earth that could negatively impact people or yeah. the environment so I try and do everything with that as the intention yeah yeah mm, girl it is felt it is felt for real yeah.
lot. Yes. Okay. So one question that I ask everybody is what if, what is something that you have recently let go of? Okay. I think I have my answer to this. Okay. Because I've been working on like letting go of several things. So there are several options that I can choose from. Like I've been trying to not um, be perfect for everyone because I'm perfectionist. I try and like take care of everyone. But Mm -hmm. the main thing that I've let go of recently has been to do with my body and my self-image. So I grew up as a dancer and kind of transitioned to modeling when I was like a teen um I did acting and theater and that world is incredibly harsh it's incredibly like judgmental and your body is your tool for dance and it's your tool for modeling and it's the same for acting yeah I kind of developed such a messed up state of mind in connection to it and was not fueling my body and treating myself with kindness I was being just very harsh on myself and I had an eating disorder for years and it's kind of gone away and come back. But literally this year, like 2021, I've been eating like properly Mm. and not restricting in any way. And I've gained weight. I don't fit in my jeans anymore, but that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) And we love her. And I've got like just more energy for my spell work and to give to people. And I want to represent in my acting work which is like separate from my witchcraft Mm. also not um I would like to represent a body type that doesn't make other girls feel uncomfortable with themselves Mm. like I don't want to give someone else the insecurities that I had so I'm really really like trying to stick to that and letting all of that go and just like starting fresh with like a healthier state of mind like witchcraft and spirituality it affects every single area of your life so this impact of my state of mind and like prioritizing my own health yeah it radiates through into my energy levels and you know I'm I maybe have held my back myself back from success because I haven't been ready to get it because if I got successful at a younger age with that negative state of mind Mm. it would be real bad so if I get to a more positive state of mind, it helps you get where you need to go, but the right way. Yeah. Falling down pitfalls. Mm-hmm. That's perfect, girl. Yeah. One of the practices that I love to do, particularly with plant medicine, is eye gazing in the mirror, you know, just like deeply, yeah. deeply staring into your eyes and just like, just wow, you know, like we are these like atoms and molecules and this like divine orchestration of magic, you know, and then you can only like, in the beginning, it might be scary, like, oh, my God, my eyes, oh, my God, my skin, oh, my God, whatever. But then when you move past that, it's like, we're all it's like science, we're all in this like galaxy together, just like floating around and like everything is one. And I just, yeah, like I I feel like my deep self love was like staring myself directly in the freaking eyes in the mirror, seriously. Mm. <laughs> you do that with um, a darkened room and like a flame in front of you um, and watch your face change to the faces of previous lifetimes. Get the book out. 
Okay, I'm about to do that for real. You need to just um, do your protection on your home first and yeah. make sure your mirrors are locked so that they're not like going to be portals or anything negative. Or you mm -hmm. can just like put your arm down the mirror and, and say that nothing negative can come through. This portal is, is closed and, you know, just state everything to the mirror yeah. with intention. Mm -hmm. Draw the circle down. Yes. Um, you know, recently my husband looked into the mirror and he was able to see all of his past lives, girl, like literally even like the evil ones, like he saw like a wolf, like shape shift and yeah. And it was just like, damn mirrors, man. Um, they're, they're wild, but you have to be ready to do it because you can get some mm -hmm. more weird stuff come through that would freak you out if you're not prepared for that. Right, right. Um, be precaution. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Totally, girl. Oh my gosh. Okay, so finally, um, how can we reach you? How can we keep in touch with you, Charlotte? Well, I am the Renaissance Witch on Instagram, and that's where you find me for everything witchcraft related, contract clearings, and I do contract analysis now, which is like my new favorite thing where I go to get Kashuk Records and I get your contract down for this one incarnation and mm. what your path is, where you're heading, what your skills are, what are gifts that you can unlock and love that. I do power <gasps> readings, of course, and um, inner child healing, ancestral healing. I mm. even do, um, I call myself the Renaissance witch because I trained as an artist. So I do um, energy healing, but with painting. Ooh, so yeah, special. You can find me for that. Yes. And then my little baby, Witchcraft's Box. That is www.witchcrafts with an S, box.com. Mm. And also on Instagram, uh, Witchcraft's Box. And that's the subscription box, metaphysical store, everything like sustainably sourced, ethical, vegan, high quality. Mm -hmm. We even had um, feathers in the February box, which you would think mm. not vegan, yeah. but they were taken from a ex-battery hen sanctuary in France. Wow. A pagan witch owns this sanctuary and she just goes around and like picks them up from the floor in the field and wow. packs them up for us. Damn, that so is amazing. Comes from an animal, like we're getting it in a way that does not harm the animal in any way, shape or form. Girl, oh my goodness. Yeah, just naturally fallen. Yeah, I know that feathers are super important, but I, yeah, girl. The box had quills in it, so you can make your own quill to write affirmations. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic. Um, March, we're doing wands, so. Okay, I'm about to sign up. I need that. I need that immediately. Um, <laughs> yes, girl. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such a blessing. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Do you have any final thoughts for us? Oh my goodness, final thoughts? Just try, try not to be fearful in your approach towards spirituality. Mm -hmm that the boundary bond beyond that is limited to your own beliefs of your own potential. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's wild. I just think everyone should dabble, honestly. Right. I mean, it's almost like we do as children. Like, you know, if you collect rocks or crystals or you play in the dirt, like you're already there, you know? Um, 
Oh, soups so. in the bathroom sink, making your potions. Like, everybody yeah. kid does that. Everybody does that, literally. Um, oh my goodness, girl. Okay, well, this has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for joining me. And we are going to sign off, everyone. Thank you. <sighs> Thank you once again, love. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Align with Anna. I am so grateful to have you to share space with you and spread this magical wisdom. If you'd like to keep in touch, please visit my website, www.alignwithanna.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And if you'd like to work with me, I offer a monthly membership called the Oracle Lounge. This is for my soul sisters, my fellow soulpreneurs who are looking to co-work, experience an annual retreat, and talk energy and mindset on a weekly basis. It's lit, my friends. And if you'd like to work with me more intimately, I offer one-on-one coaching. I also do soul business readings, Reiki, and sound healing. So if any of that is calling your name, visit my website. And please, if my guests are calling your name, reach out to them. All their information is in the show notes. These guys are legit. I have experienced all of their work personally, and I am a huge fan. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day.